Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves, their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, the heart of Africa. And you know, wherever you're listening from around the world, well, welcome to the one place where it's okay to be who you really are. You know, it's all about some of the best conversations, straight talk to empower mind. And I'm very excited to be back here this week. Uh, first of all, I have to apologize and, you know, just say I'm sorry. I know I've been away for two weeks. Um, and that's because I've been filming. And somewhere in between that, I had quite some week to deal with. And you guys know how tedious it can get with my work. You know, somewhere between filming and talk therapy and blogging and all the other things that I'm doing. So, uh, yes, I was away for two weeks, but you could tell that I missed you. And, yes, I listened to all your messages. Thank you so much for all the emails you sent me. 
I appreciate it, and I try as much as possible to reply. Um, I can't reply everything, but just know that I receive them, I appreciate them, and I love you guys. And don't stop it. Yeah, just keep sending that, you know. Um, if you ever try to, you know, want to send a message, I don't think you can send it to, send it to the naked talk at gmail.com. So, hey, what's happening? It's another top one show. Yay! And this week on the radio, we're definitely um, featuring guests who are sort of, you know, empowering people. You know, they're empowering a lot of uh, people around the world to find their voice and help themselves and transform their lives, you know, through different mediums. And I can't wait to speak to my guest today on the show. And, of course, on um, Saturday, we're special. I do have another guest, uh, an amazing award-winning filmmaker, um, and I can't wait to have that show as well. Well, just before we get into today's show, uh, I'd first like to, you know, say uh, a big thank you to um, our friends at Evolution Magazine. Um, Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life. And yes, it's about giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www.evolutionmagazine.com. And of course, our friends at Victoria Koji Store. Yes, it's all about the best in intellectual property, uh, the best quality music, movies, books, art, and events, you know, top-notch A-class events. And you can find them at www.tonyacology.com. And, uh, yes, you know, uh, the course we just uh, ended, and, you know, is seven days of massive, massive, massive events. And, of course, you can find um, videos to all the massive happenings uh, from day one to day seven, at the TonyCurrency.com um, store, and uh, yeah, you know, just enjoy it. Well, uh, this week on Today on Top Wednesday, we're definitely going to be talking about finding your voice through the silent screen with guest Roland Hines, and I can't wait to speak with him on the show today. Hey, guys, don't forget, yes, we're syndicating all over your internet radio, so yes, you can, uh, if you know anyone who, you know, who misses, uh, who missed, um, or who misses the live show, then you can, I mean, they can catch the podcast back here, you know, on the radio channel, or they can catch it on Stitcher. Yes, we're syndicating on Stitcher. We're also syndicating on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. So, yes, you do not have any excuse whatsoever to miss any episode. So, uh, let's see, let's see what's going on. Uh, this week, um, I shared a couple of blog posts, something, um, something unexpected happened to me, um, and I did share that with my blog readers uh, this week on the blog, on Alexander and her makeup box, and I wrote a post about <laughs> something, um, a challenge, you know. And, but, you know, the post is really geared to is how do you turn um, a negative circumstance and see, you know, how do you, you know, create a positive mindset out of a negative circumstance. And something happened, and you know me, I'm always very unselfish, so I did share um, what happened, and, you know, just what I learned, and just my position and how I feel about it. And, um, of course, I got all your messages, you know, people wrote me, what is amazing about, you know, doing some of these things that people want to relate to you, you know, directly in person, and I got a lot of emails, and, you know, people just encouraging me, and thank you so much for those messages, I appreciate them. And I did share another post in the blog yesterday, um, a blog reader did send me a message, wanting, you know, he wanted to know, you know, what I would advise a man who is in love with a woman who is uh, not a visionary, but a nice, prayerful woman. And I did share, I shared my post, I shared my thoughts on the blog yesterday. Um, uh, basically, the, you, know, uh, you know, the woman, you know, the woman 
with a vision for a man with a dream. So you can check it out. So just simply go to my website, www.alexacorgia.me, and click on blog, and it'll take you straight to my blog, and then you create a post. And don't forget to share your thoughts. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, yes, my book is still, you know, is out. It's about a month now. And the reviews are very good, very great. Um, so if you haven't gotten a copy of my book, then it's a true life street. Make sure to do so, and I really, really, really want to know what you think about this. You can go to my website, www.alexacosa.me, and click on book, um, book, sorry, <laughs> click on book, and of course you find it. You can get it also on Amazon.com or Bands and Noble, iBooks, whichever, you know, whichever, whichever is your favorite online uh, retail bookstore. But you simply get to my, you know, go to my website and get it. Uh, so today on the show, definitely going to be talking about finding your voice through the science screen with my special guest, Roland Hines. And, um, you know, today on TNT, um, Roland, uh, he's uh, an American author, speaker, relationship educator, and host of True View Radio. Uh, Roland Hines is one of those true believers, you know, he believes in self-help and empowering authors. And his, you know, his popular relationship podcast, which um, has interviewed hundreds of, you know, industry professionals and guests. Uh, focused on building healthy relationships while bringing awareness to really pertinent topics like, you know, cancer, HIV, AIDS, plus various forms of physical and emotional abuse and has influenced so many people with his books because, yes, he, you know, he's the author of the book. And I don't want to say so much about him because we're definitely going to be having a really interesting and empowering conversation and um, I can't wait for that conversation to happen. Yes, I see a lot of people. I see some people delve into the show. Uh, don't forget, it's an interactive show. Um, if you'd like to, you know, join the conversation, call in or speak with me, or speak with my guest, Roland Hines, or if you'd like to contribute or ask any questions, don't forget to use your hand raising effects. Make sure you press 1 so that we know that you would like to contribute and we get you right into the show. Or, you know, we just think you're – or you can, you know, call in. Your Skype for free. Or tweet at me. Just tweet at Alex Gurzi using the hashtag to make a talk. Or get in the chat room and send your messages. And I'll definitely be reading them right here on the show today. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, let's see. My guest is right here. He's right here on the show. So, uh, hi, Roland. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. First of all, I'm so sorry for keeping you so long. You know, it's you know, it's a really mouthful. But I'm, I'm excited oh, no. to have you here on the show. <laughs> so excited. Thank you for having um, me. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you so much for you know being a guest on the show. And you know, how are you today? You know, how's the weather in California? How how is it? Yeah, I know it's. Uh, let me see. What time is it? It's about one p.m. or so. How's how, how's the weather there? It's about roughly about 80 degrees and windy today, but I'll take the 80 degrees and pass on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's pretty hot here in Nigeria, but it's okay. We're not complaining. You know, we're in the tropics. It's all, you know, you know the way it is. But um, let, let me ask you this. Um, I, I want to talk, you know, talk about you for a minute. Now, I know that you are the author of the book, are you the right one for me? Whose choice is it anyway? Now, I'd like to ask you this, and, I, and the reason, one of the reasons why I'm asking this, you know, I, I know this book was published, it was published when? In 2012? When was it published? It was published uh, about five years ago. Okay, 
fine. But one of the amazing things about books is that, you know, books have this longevity. You know, there's something about books that just stands for so, you know, they go on and on. It doesn't really matter when a book is published, um, unless it's, you know, based on current affairs. It's always still, um, uh, you know, um, useful. And, you know, I was, I was going to ask you, because I was thinking, what were you thinking when you wrote that book? You know, why did you write that book in particular? That's a that's a great question. Okay, so five years ago, well, it's actually, it took me longer to write the book, but I had just broken up a, a, out of a relationship, which was longer than that. Um, you know, there was a lot of different things that I didn't realize because I was so consistently giving other people advice on, you know, because I had a great mm-hmm. relationship, but it, but it failed. So when it failed, wow. all the emotions and everything else that happened um, I decided to do something constructive, which I didn't write about my relationship. I, I wrote about the different things of how to find a, a healthy relationship and purging some of the things that had ha- occurred to me, like, let's say, cleaning out my own emotional closet. And what mm-hmm. that meant was experiencing um, sleepless nights, experiencing loss of appetite, the emotion that most people think that men wouldn't encounter those were the mm-hmm. things that I encountered, so I, I decided to write on it. So that is actually more of an interactive uh, help book, too, as well. Mm. Yeah, you know, because it, it really caught my attention, and I still like to get a copy. Um, you know, just, you know, I, 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 and I understand what you're saying because I've been, I, think, I, don't, I don't know anyone who's, you know, not been through a bad breakup or something. And I've experienced, you know, you know, going, leaving a relationship, you know, or leaving love, like, you know, some people would say. And so I understand, you know, the process and how that, you know, how long it takes for us to get out of it. And it's always very helpful to have a self-help book out there, you know, that just basically, you know, teaches us a thing or two, you know, or educates us you know, a thing or two about, you know, uh, the things that our experiences and the things that we might experience going through the same process. But now let me ask you this. I know that you are you're also a host. You know, you have your own, you said your own show on radio, um, True View Radio, and it was a relationship, very popular relationship podcast. And uh, you've interviewed so many industry, you know, professionals. Um, and you've had guests, you know, share stuff you know, share their own experience and testimonies on the show. Now, can you think of anything in particular that struck you so hard and maybe, you know, you know, changed your opinion or your mindset about um, the values that you have? You know, can you think of any particular conversation that you had on radio with a guest that just touched you in a way well, that you never anticipated? I would definitely say this on my radio show that I did was, which was over four years that I had did the radio show. I had encountered a lot of people as a matter, as a matter of fact, what happened was when I did the radio show, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about in the beginning. I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and talk about relationships, but the (laughs) only thing that I'm going to talk about is getting into a relationship and getting out. Okay. What else is there in the middle? And oh, wow. then when I started doing the radio show, show more and more things started came, coming. So the radio show kind of really developed itself, and then people started contacting me, and I just started doing everything that involved the family and what the structure of relationship was. Amazingly oh. enough, Alex, what happened was 
the subject matters became deeper and deeper. People started contacting me about all different sort of things. Like you said, the HIV. So HIV, I did a series on cancer and, you know, and a series on domestic violence, all the things that, you know, we encounter as individuals, not just within the United States, but all over the world. And mm-hmm. to answer your question about um, stories that stuck out to me, I can give you two that stuck out to me briefly. There was a moment where I was um, dealing, I was doing a show, and it was on HIV. And I remember that the lady, when I was doing the show on HIV, um, she was uh, getting a, a promotion to be a nurse, a head nurse. Oh, wow. And when, when she went to the hospital um, and came home, what happened was the hospital called her and told her she needed to come back to the hospital urgently. And she couldn't imagine, like, why would they want me to come back to the hospital urgently? Now, bear in mind, she was married. So when she got to the hospital, they told her, well, I can't give you the promotion. She was like, well, what is wrong? Why why I can't get the promotion? And they said, you're HIV positive. And she's like, there is no way that that could oh, possibly no happen. And they said, no, this is accurate. So when she went home, and she, um, you know, she got a phone call from one of her, her her husband's friends, and they were talking. And while they were talking, she said, you know, I can't really talk to you right now. And the guy got an attitude to her, and he says, I know why you have an attitude with me. And she said, why? He said, you just came from the hospital, and what they told you was that you were HIV positive. And you're trying to figure out how I know this. And she said, yes, how do you know? And he said, when your husband came to me, I told him that I was HIV positive. And he said he didn't care. So basically what happened was this guy infected her husband and he infected his wife. Now, the amazing part about this whole story was, yeah, I mean, captivating. took my breath because I wasn't expecting it to happen, you know, to hear this. Now, the amazing thing about this situation is he left the family. But a couple years later, he came back and knocked on her door, and he told her he didn't have anywhere to go. And she took him back in because she believed in the institution of marriage. And nursed him. Yeah, and nursed him to his death. Literally, when he got sick, she drove him to the hospital and he expired. And then he, on the way to the hospital, he told her, you know what, you are a good woman. And he apologized for all the things that he had done to her. And in a real quick other story, there was another incident where I did a series, Does Cancer Have a Face?, and a lady wrote in to me, and she, and she said, yes, cancer does have a face. His name was Miles, and it was her nine-year-old son who had died of cancer. But, you know, all in all, these may seem like tragic stories, but it gives life because it talks to people all over the, the, the challenges that people face all over the world. 
that people die of cancer, people die of HIV. You know, things happen. So when you combine all of these things together, I'm happy that I could have given those people a voice, not only a voice, but given them a platform to be able to discuss the things that they would have maybe not had the opportunity to discuss. So that radio show really helped. Wow, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm totally, you should have seen my mouth. My mouth was totally open. Like, I couldn't imagine that, oh, my God, that was been really, you know, such a uh, challenging time for her. But, you know, I'm putting, you know, I'm listening to you talk about this, and I can also imagine how um, this kind of conversations, you know, not only empower you, but empower your listeners and people who are listening. And I keep saying to people that, you know, we're not all going to live long enough to experience everything ourselves. You know, so mm-hmm. it's important for other people to share their experiences with us and we can learn and take something out of it. We don't necessarily have to be in their shoes to be able to sort of internalize the things that they, the challenges or the things that they have to go through. So I kind of wanted to, you know, just, how about we take a quick commercial break? Don't go anywhere. Just let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, 
we, you know, we talked a bit about the show and all of that. But you know, let's talk about something. Let's talk about a project that's close to your heart. Something that's you know more, you know, something that's really, really very important to you. And um, you know, just talking about you know some of those conversations you've had on your show. I know that you know, I mean, and this uh, not not so many people, you know, are bold enough to get you know to share and express themselves, you know. And so, like like you said, you know, it's um, really um, important when people have a platform where they can express themselves and share their experiences and their challenges and all of that. And, you know, I know that there's a particular project that's very important to you, and that's the silent scream. Now, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm very, very curious because I've noticed that the word scream is, you know, everywhere I've seen the silent scream, I noticed the word scream is actually in capital letters. And that kind of comes across to me like it's not just a word, but it's some sort of acronym for something. So I was going to ask you, um, what exactly is the scream? What does it stand for? What does that acronym scream stand for? Sure, great question. So let me just say a little bit briefly about how that came about because that's actually okay. the important part. Um, I did ministry okay. work in, in my church for a number of years. And okay. a lot of people would share their stories with me and tell me things because I was a ministry leader then um, mm-hmm. and just didn't share that with anyone. So they kept these these secrets to themselves. So, you know, unfortunately, one of the parishioners, when I was going to shoot a documentary um, called Silent Scream, it was based okay. on this premise here, people who kept mm. secrets. But the scream stands for self-esteem, cutting, which is self-mutilation, rape, mm-hmm. eating disorders, uh, different abuses like, you know, uh, domestic violence and alcohol abuse mm-hmm. and things of that nature and molestation. Mm-hmm. And what I realized mm-hmm. w- was that most people were afraid to talk about that. So while mm-hmm. I was doing a radio show, True View Radio, years earlier where people were happy to speak about what happened, there was the other side of the platform where people didn't want to speak on it we because they were ashamed. So, yeah, so that was the crazy part that, you know, I didn't realize how how much deep hurt that people had and they didn't want to discuss it because they were either afraid of judgment or maybe afraid of talking because they may may uh, have to talk about someone who had hurt them. So that's where the scream came from. It, so that's what the acronym means. Okay. Okay, I see people dialed into the show. If you want to contribute, don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Press 1 so that I know that you want to join the conversation and we'll get you into the show. Um, so, you know, back to what we're saying, Roland. Uh, yeah, and, you know, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people are so ashamed to share the things that they go. And not just, you know, even here in Africa, the people get in experiencing emotional abuse, rape every day, mm-hmm. molestation. There's a lot of stuff happening. And, no one wants to say anything or talk to anyone about it because they're worried about being discriminated or they're worried about shame and guilt because sometimes you get blamed for something that really wasn't your fault, you know, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, it's a really good, um, pro- you know, project, to put it that way. But let me ask you this. Um, have you personally experienced any sort of um, challenge that, you know, I probably had you screaming silently, you know, something that you probably were ashamed to talk about 
or ashamed to express. Well, the amazing thing about Silent Scream, um, none of those those aspects happened to me. You know, where I can identify with, my father was an absentee father. So, you know, even though I knew where he was and I knew, I know who he is, we never had a relationship. Exactly. You know, and he died a couple of years. um, And, you know, with him dying, what I realized that there's a lot of different things as men we need. So I guess if you were to look at it, maybe the self-esteem aspect of it, because, you know, growing up in, in a family, you know, where there's a mother and a father, your mother instills certain values in you, and then mm-hmm. so does your father. But as far mm-hmm. as the value aspect went, it wasn't quite there because getting it directly oh. from your father versus getting it directly from an uncle or an older from brother. The they're, you know, the streets, exactly. They're completely different levels. So, you know, um, the other things, while the other things didn't happen to me, it still doesn't change it. Change the mm-hmm. the things that happen to other people because, for me, yeah. I may have kept it internal, but for other mm-hmm. people, they take it out in in other ways, such as like maybe alcohol right. abuse or maybe anger management. You know, those type sure. of ways of cutting themselves. So that's what I was able to ascertain from all of the people that I've spoken to. And plus, as you well know, doing the show that I did and talking to people beforehand. Throughout my life, I've heard countless numbers of stories. So when I, you know, prayed on this after, well, let me just tell you what happened. So what happened was I was going to bring the program to my church as a documentary, but one of the the, the, the people who was going to do the show actually committed suicide. And before I was able to shoot the documentary, I had collected all of the information and everything like that, and I never saw it coming. And that was actually very painful wow. to me. Can say suicide is final. There's no more sure. you can really do after that because it's done. But one of the things that I must say, Alex, is that no one's life should go in vain. And that's where yeah. the support group aspect of Silent Screen came into play because I wanted to do something to validate that person's life because it it was just really sad to just see that obviously I wasn't able to help her. And the reason why she wanted to do Mm. the documentary was to help people. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. That must have been very shocking. Because, you know, I I, I did read about that, you know. And sometimes I, I, I can understand that guilt, you know, where you feel like, you wish you could have done something to help or you wish you knew so you could have stopped her or, you know, all of that. But I guess that that also has sort of um, um, pushed um, the idea of you now making this a support group because um, obviously you don't want people to go through the same route that she, you know, she went through just um, struggling with that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. But I understand that this uh, program is a 12-week program. Why twelve weeks? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the what is the, what is the exact purpose of this time frame? Is there any some sort of significance of you know running this for twelve weeks? Well, there is actually. So the program is broken. It's a faith based program first and foremost. So okay. there's a lot of biblical principles that's in, instilled within the program, 
And what okay. I believe, which I actually the, the 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 basic aspect of it, I pulled from my book, "Are You the Right One for Me?" Whose choice is it anyway? Which is the mourning wow. aspect of a relationship, the acceptance, cool. and confronting the loss of the relationship. So basically, what happens there is most people when they're facing struggles and challenges, it's a relationship that they have with these challenges. So in order to identify identifying the relationship that you're having with the challenge, you have to grieve that loss of the relationship. So for example, if someone is, you know, has poor self-esteem, then you have to come in contact, okay, I know that I have poor self-esteem. Where where does that come from? How do I grieve that loss, which that's one of the months that we talk about grieving the loss. The second part of that is accepting the loss of that that challenge. So now we're talking about restructuring what that looks like for you. And this is all, you know, according to the, the, you know, the word of God. And then the last part is confronting it, setting up a healthy channel, uh, whether or not it is going to a 12-step recovery program if you need more and still continuing with silent screen or finding a pastor or finding a, 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 a counsel that can give you the the information that you need. And lastly, if that's not enough, also restructuring your, your life pattern because, like I said for myself, when I was going through the loss of my relationship in the book, you know, I lost a lot of weight because I was, you know, more grieving the loss of my personal relationship. But what I did was I had to go back and start exercising and changing my diet and all these other things. These are components that is also within the 12 weeks of program. So, you know, um, there's a lot that goes along with that. There's fellowship where you go out and you're interacting. And we're not talking about spending a whole bunch of money because these are where areas where bad habits can develop. There have to be good yeah. habits that is developed. And one of the things that a lot of times people don't ha- have a hard time with is uh, self-affirmation. So there's also a part within the program where you have to affirm yourself. You have to look within you and find the good things that are about you because, I mean, like most of us, we can look at ourselves, Alex, and find out 50 million things that's not good. Oh, you know what? I don't like my hair today. Oh, I see a little ball Mm -hmm. shooting out here. Oh, my nose is, you know, this and that. (laughs) That's not, you know, that's not something that will happen within the program. Within the program, you have to acknowledge some. So there's a lot of different elements to the program that uh, helps someone to move from point A to point B, and that's why it's 12 weeks long, it's th- basically three months. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, um, you know, just before I ask you, um, what exactly is it that makes this uh, makes the silent screen different from all of the support groups? And what is it, what, what, what is special about? How is it different? Well, that's a, that's also a good question. See, most, most of the, the different um, other programs are from a secular perspective. Whereas like I did okay. say that silent scream is, is definitely faith based. It's also, okay. yes. Yeah. So what it allows people to do, because I don't know your struggle, you don't know mine. So there's a couple of things there. Mm-hmm. There is there's a segregation there. So the men do their things and the women do their things. So the group study is a very intimate group. Everything is confidential, then stays within the group. 
So once you look at that, and it also is engaging, you get to write some of the things that's going on within your life according to the Word of God. And I implement different types of scriptures where people can go ahead and discuss those things. Now, while you're discussing those things within groups, the other part about that is is that it allows you to speak freely without fear of repercussion or rejection or anything like that. Now, with some of the uh-huh. other groups, what happens is you first of all you have men and women together, which that can be a challenge because if you're dealing with uh, abuse or something like that, you don't necessarily uh-huh. want to may feel comfortable One speaking about what has happened to you around other men or other women because men, ego, women, emotion. So taking all of those equations out of it, it makes it a lot easier for individuals to discuss. And um, like I said, it is a Christ-centered program, so that way the Word of God is implemented inside the program as well. Oh, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. You, you did say something that resonated with me. I mean, if you're going through something that totally, I mean, if you have um, a fear of men, if you've been raped and all of that, the last thing you want to do really is sharing your experience, you know, with other men because you still have um, reservation about them. Mm-hmm. And same way. So it does make sense that, you know, this is, you know, a small cocoon or a group of people same sex, you know, who also have a certain belief, faith in God, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they can share and empower, each, you know, each other using the word and the scripture. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay, you know, definitely dial into the show. Um, I know you're all listening. You're all like this. I see you in the chat room. I see you. If you would like to, um, you know, call, if you want, you're calling in. So if you want to, you know, share your thoughts or say something or ask questions or whatever it is or contribute or you know, feel free. Make sure you use press one. You have to dial one, so I know that you want to speak. Make sure you dial one, because if you don't, I'm just gonna think you're just listening. Okay, you know what, Roland? How about we take we take a quick musical break? Um, this song is, um, you know, a special song by um, who's been a guest on this show? Um, maybe, and this is one song, Peter Kelly. This is maybe like Peter Kelly. I don't know if I played this song, but two or three times on this show, but it's such an amazing song. It's a beautiful song. And yes, this is amazing. I could tell it. Maybe I'm someone. Maybe I'm nobody special at all. A good son or somebody's best friend. Invisible Maybe I'm growing Maybe I've already passed my prime Maybe I'm looking for some place to hide What the world decides Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Lately, maybe the world don't like me Yeah, I wonder what they all think about me Lately, maybe the world's not for me Maybe she loves me Maybe I'm loved 
just for being me But if not for the man that I am Then for who I try to be Maybe they're with me, yeah Maybe they're all gonna prove me wrong Maybe I'm scared I've been right all along And I'm all alone Maybe it's me Or maybe I just don't like what I see Lately, maybe the world don't like me
Alex, I'm going to need you to maybe repeat the question if you can, if you heard okay. it better than I did. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I think the question that she asked was, um, what advice would you give to someone, a woman who's been hurt by someone mm-hmm. special, and mm-hmm. um, what would what would what would she do? Who's going? She's she's bitter about something that happened, but what would you advise her to do in order not to um, allow it to affect all the other people around her? In order for her not to, you know. Um, let it affect you know all the other people um, surrounding her, you know, so that it doesn't reflect in her behavior, all of that. Yes. Okay. Got it. So. Well, you know, every problem that someone has does not is not necessarily just one person's problem. Um, every every okay. problem that or everything that someone goes through is going to affect uh. somebody. But the one thing, when you go to the Word of God and you pray, He heals. Uh, you know, and he hears the the pain that we go through, and that's exactly the reason why the program is so effective because you don't have to do it by yourself. So many times people think that they have to do whatever it is and overcome whatever it is by themselves. Setting up a healthy support system starts with all the key people that an individual needs. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's oh. what the, the person needs, is that help from everybody, not just her alone. So the, the main thing that okay. I would say is if the person is able to surround herself, let's say, with a group like Silent Scream, a pastor, okay. or perhaps a, 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 a therapist, perhaps a Christian therapist if they're Christian or if they're not Christian, whatever denomination that they are, um, is most helpful. I don't think that it's helpful for anybody to to take on problems by themselves because if you are emotionally weakened, that's when you need mm-hmm. the people around you. So speak. Speak. Let your voice be heard. Okay. okay. Great question. Okay. Great question. Sorry, madam. You didn't. You didn't share your. I didn't ask your name. Hello, are you there? Did you hear what he said? Yes, I heard. I'm calling from Lagos. My name is Mary. Hello. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much, Mary, for calling into the show. We appreciate your question. And uh, like Roland said. Um, the most important thing is that you shouldn't do it alone. You should be around the people who care about you, and you should, um, you know, uh, put your body, you know, take your body to, you know, to Christ. And the Bible is, you know, the first point of um, reference, you know. And, of course, speaking to somebody who can help, whether a counselor or a therapist or a, a minister of God or a pastor or something in church, somebody who can see your, you know, see what the challenges, look at the challenges from the outside and, you know, help you get better. Am I right, Roland? Did I? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so, Roland, just, you know, just uh, what we were saying just before um, uh, uh, call us. Thank you so much, Mary, for calling into the show. We appreciate you, madam. Thank you so much. Um, and just, you know, just before that, I, I was going to ask, though, um, how does this support group work? Now, are there any particular guidelines for the participants? Yeah, and I do have, you know, my own question because um, I'm also saying, you know, what if um, 
is this a program just for those in the U.S.? You know, there is there some other way that even those who leave um, outside the U.S. can be part of the program or the project, whether online or, you know, I don't know, what, what exactly are the guidelines, really? Okay, so let me explain the program. So that's also a great question, anyone. Um, and okay. the thing, and here's the thing with, and, and it's also available because the, there, like I said, there's the the participant guide that are pretty okay. self-explanatory. There's an instructor's okay. guide, and then there's the three booklets, which I said was the morning accepting and confronting the loss of the relationship. Now, okay. the only okay. thing that now, as far as the guidelines go, there's a couple of things that is very important. It has to be in a mm-hmm. safe environment place because if somebody okay. is afraid that they're going to have repercussion, and then they're not going to want to open up. The other thing okay. is confidentiality. You, you know, mm-hmm. so the confidentiality, the, the people who are involved within the group, it has to remain private. Because if anyone uh-huh. fears that the information that they are revealing, and I don't care what it is, I mean, like, for example, uh-huh. in some of the, the men's group that I conduct, um, some of the men may be struggling with pornography, let's just say. Uh-huh. And it's not something that they're ready to release at that given time. But the uh-huh. focus of the program is healing and forgiveness. So let's just say, for example, uh, domestic violence. If a man has beat up his wife or beat up his kids or for whatever reason maybe even abuse his kids we cannot be judging the individual for what it is that's happened because that support group perhaps as men they can help to allow them to speak without judging that that specific individual whereas if it's co-ed of course the Mm -hmm. how people respond is going to be different but you know there's healing in in the word of god and i really truly believe that Having men and women separated makes the, the circumstances different, how we relate to one another. Not saying that one sin is better than the other, but along the same line, just that, that confidentiality allows people to speak uh-huh. openly without fear of repercussion. The other thing uh-huh. is, you know, when people are able to release, there's a lot of emotions that comes into play, so the ego. So a man may mm-hmm. not necessarily be willing to cry in front of an, a woman because that may show weakness. But mm-hmm. crying in front of another man, that helps him to be able to be embraced by his brothers because there are going to be mm-hmm. a lot of people there who may have similar challenges just like him. Mm-hmm. So that that helps as as well. So those are the primary guidelines that is extended within the group, um, that it has to be confidential unless someone plans to harm themselves or someone else. Now, if you plan to harm someone else or you're going to harm yourself, then, you know, obviously you have to seek additional help to get that person help. So that's the other uh, guideline that is also placed inside there. And the program can be administered from anywhere in the world. This is not something that is just a U.S. Um, a U.S. program. Based. It's also international. Okay. Yes, it's not U.S.-based. And you can have leaders who um, can help other people through the program. So basically what happens is you set up your leaders either A, by month, or you can have someone who's in charge of the program 
directing mm-hmm. the whole in, entire program. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, okay. the other thing is, too, yeah. the information is available on the website, which is silentscream.yolafight.com, and they can find out all the information on there okay. as well. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. So, guys, um, if you want to find out more information, you have to go to silentscream.yolafight.com. Now, I, I really wanted to ask that because one of the reasons why I was asking, I know that a lot of people are listening to the show and will still listen to, even if they miss the live show, they're going to definitely, you know, listen to the podcast. And the next thing, because people are going through so much, um, somebody shared something with me two days ago. Um, I'd lost contact with um, a relative and a younger, pretty much like a niece. Um, and she, you know, um, found, uh, she found my brother on social media and they connected and, you know, I got in contact. And she shared something, you know, personal, private with me. And this mm-hmm. is, um, last time I saw her, she was a little girl and now she's, you know, she's all grown up. But she's had, ter- she's had a terrible experience because she lost her father um, as a little baby. And, of course, she was stuck with relatives for so with relatives from the other side. And um, mm-hmm. they were really mean. And they did quite a lot of um, all sorts of things that she was abused. Um, she mm-hmm. only recently relocated to the States. She's now in America. Um, I think she mm-hmm. went to the States like a few days ago. And she said, you know, I'm going to tell you something in confidence. I want to tell you something in confidence. And she did share that with me. And, you know, it's one thing, you know, I did speak with her and say, you know, um, you're not going to allow any of those things to hold you back from moving forward. I mean, first things first, you're now reunited with your mother. So you can, but I know that, you know, there are people who would definitely want additional help. You know, it's not enough for me to say, oh, you know, this is what, what, what. I think that it's, it's, it's not enough for somebody who hasn't really been in your shoes to really That's just right. tell you that, oh, you know, it's going to be better. I think that it really is more helpful when you're with other people who are going through similar stuff so that, you know, you can say, okay, you know what, okay, this person is here, that person is here, we're doing this together, I'm not alone, I can move through it. Mm-hmm. So I know there are people who are going to be listening to this and saying, how can I be part of this? Is there a way I can be part of it? Maybe online. It can still be confidential. Maybe it's a locked group online. You know, I can, you know, sign in or talk or watch a video. I don't know what it is. Um, but like I said, you know, which is why I know that a lot of people are probably going to be posting questions to me later and asking, how can I be part of this? Because there's so much happening. Even here in Africa, there's a lot of race going on, a lot of domestic mm-hmm. violence, and people are looking for help, you know. Where can they right. find help? And sometimes, you know, it's not, it's, it's funny, maybe I don't know if this is, but even in the African society, you know, the churches are trying to help. But then, again, the, sometimes you realize that even Christians, for example, some Christians are probably one of the most um, judgmental people, you know? I agree. And so it's, you know, one of the most judgmental people. So, you know, it's different and it's special when you find a group of people that you can still share your experiences mm-hmm. without being judged and all of mm-hmm. that. So, you know, that's why I'm asking because a lot, a lot of people want to know if they can be part of silent screen, you know, especially from here or wherever they are in the world. So thank you so much for that. But and I was going to ask you this. Um, I know that you have a special mission, a special mission to help local people float their way to the top. Um, and that's another, you know, I was going to ask, you know, what exactly <coughs> is this 
float mission. <laughs> and, you know, I was going to ask, what exactly is this float mission, really? Well, you know, the, the good thing about acronyms is it helps people to remember, and it also gives them a purpose because at least they mm. know what it is. So float your way to the top is basically when you're depleted and you have nothing left to give. You know, yes, the, the only yeah. thing that you can do is float your way to the top. But And when I say mm. float your way to the top, it doesn't mean catapult. It doesn't mean thrust. Mm. It means mm. gradually take your way to the top. And I, I, I'm going to explain what that means briefly. But I want to go back to something you said. Like, I just saw a video on social media, too, as well. And it was a young person mm. that I didn't know at the time when I was attending the church was on social media and one of the things that she she did a video on was how as a teenager how people didn't understand her and the reason why people didn't understand her because she was molested you know while she she had moved but while she was there and nobody knew what it was going on so finally and this is roughly about 11 years more or more later she wanted to discuss that because she was ready to release that and that's why I'm saying that creating those places of confidentiality is very important. I can't stress that more. One of the, the only thing why it wouldn't be available online because, yes, there's mm. anonymity online, but you never know if, well, you whether or not exactly. a, a man is going to sure. be in a woman's group or if a husband is in the group. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's always better that it's, it's done in a place of Physical. confidentiality and you don't have mm-hmm. to necessarily state your, your real name if you are amongst the group. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, even in a Christian environment, you don't have to necessarily do it at the church where you are. You can do it at another mm-hmm. church or go to another That's church true. that is support silent screen to help you keep your anonymity. Um, now, okay. float. Float is the DNA of the program, which is fellowship, leadership, obedience, accountability, and transparency. And those, those, those are the ingredients that is woven into the program. As I mentioned earlier, you know, the Bible speaks about how we're two or more gathered. He's the midst of us. And that's where the fellowship, uh-huh. we, can't, we can't fix ourselves by ourselves because when we are by ourselves, what happens is it gives the enemy room to just penetrate our thoughts and tell us negative things like, oh, you're ugly. No one is never going to want you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we start maybe uh, assuming different things like, you know, eating too much or maybe we're you know, we're we're just doing odd things and we just don't understand the reason why. So the fellowship of coming together with a group of people and working through your differences, uh-huh. even though everybody's working through their own differences, you're still not doing it alone, which is one of the things uh-huh. that I said in the beginning. Now, when you get to speak about the things that you're speaking, you have to own that. And as you are working through that whole process of owning it, that's where the leadership qualities come into play because the the program is interactive in the sense that it allows you to speak, and as you're speaking those things out, there's a lot more that's going to come to you other than probably the reason why you think that you're there. And what uh-huh. happens is it allows people to openly, if they choose to, share their 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 story because now they know that they have a voice. These are people who typically may be afraid to speak 
Now they're speaking this mm. thing out for the first time. So that empowerment may also infer some leadership. But, again, this is all faith-based. Mm. And then the obedience, because you have to commit to the program. You have to commit to the program at least, you know, for the 12 weeks. But just because you're attending the 12 weeks program doesn't necessarily mean that after the 12 weeks it has to be done. The same way yeah. that you're seeking healing and forgiveness is the same way that you may want to help somebody else who is seeking healing and forgiveness as well. And those are the uh-huh. things that when people become involved in the process, now you have become an advocate of helping other people. And that's where oh. it's crucial within the program. Now you're an advocate. You're talking about maybe your experience. And, you know, it's a small, intimate group. So now you meet other people who share the same thing that you're going through. Now, another oh. thing, accountability. Who's holding you or are you able to hold yourself accountable for the accountable. things that you're going to Exactly. So now you have to be accountable to to say, okay, I'm going to go through the 12 weeks. I'm going to show up at this given time. I'm going to do the work. Doing the work is very, exactly the point. So when you see people that they start to go ahead and speak, what happens is is, uh, PTSD, which is basically post-traumatic stress disorder. We can only hold these things in for so long before we start to act up on those things in different ways. And some people may do it through drugs. Some people may do it through alcohol. They're basically masking what it is that's going on. But going through the program allows you to deal with some of those issues in a healthy environment. So if you're crying and you're feeling a certain way, know that you're going to get through it. You just have to go through it. And then the last part, even though trust is a major factor in a lot of instances, people are afraid to be transparent. So as you go in, you may find that people may be a little bit more apprehensive about releasing information. But as they go through the program, you can only hold it in but so long before you start being open and you're being transparent about what the root of the problem is. But again, challenges that we have upon ourselves. So working through the different steps, you are working through different things. Okay, you know what? Yes, I was molested. Yes, I drank too much. Okay, so now I'm working on the molestation aspect, and I realize that I need healing and forgiveness. But now that I drank a lot, I also ruined my current family. So now I need accountability within that area. So how do I go back and make all of this right? And that's where the different progress and steps come into play. So now re-strategizing, which which is what I spoke about uh, earlier, the self-affirmation, you know what? I am a good person. What happened to me doesn't make me who I am. And now I'm going to surround myself rather than going out to party every weekend or every night or even drink by myself and nobody knows what it is that I'm doing I'm going to now surround myself with people who understand what it is that I'm going through, who can hold me accountable for the things that I am doing because they know. So if I pick up a phone and I call, let's say if I'm a female and I call you, Alex, and I said, you know, Alex, today I'm struggling a little bit. You understand and you can maybe say, well, you know what, let's get together and let's have a cup of tea or something like that. 
and Aww. work through the steps together. So that's where the fellowship and everything is like building a bond together to work through the different challenges that you have. So all of this, I'm not saying that all of this happened within the, the time of 12 weeks, but it is a structured program in the sense that you learn these different types of things. Basic. Mm. That makes a lot of sense, and it makes a lot of sense. Okay, because you know, and and I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm so 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 excited. I'm so pumped that you actually, you know, shared this with us because I'm sure that this is um, um, a lot of people who are going to listen to this show or who are listening to the show right now are definitely going to be empowered by the conversation that we've had. And you know, you said something, and that's something that I have also. Um, I'm also an advocate of transparency. I think that usually, you know, it's it's a very important step in moving forward, you know, and getting better. And, you know, we've all been through, I've had, you know, real cut-out challenges and part of why I did the show, why I did this show. And when I say, you know, the naked talk, it's really about being transparent and honest and open. And because I feel like if you're, you know, because you're sharing, you're willing to share stuff, um, there are other people who are going to listen, who are going to be empowered by the information that you're sharing. If you weren't being transparent or open about it, how are we going to learn? You know, even people who sit down to write books and share the knowledge and information and the wisdom that they have, it's because that they're willing. They're, first of all, they're willing to be generous about it, they're transparent about their experiences and all of that. And I think that this is definitely going to be um, a program that's um, you know going to be very impactful um, towards healing. If if I may if I may think to myself. Okay, so just before we wrap the show, I know we've been talking for so long. Jesus, no, it's, okay. it's been more than an hour. <laughs> we've been talking for so long, and um, you know, so have to let you go. But um, just before, um, know, we talked about training. Yes, you, did you mention? I think you mentioned about you know training, and there's some sort of training. But let me ask you: Are there any final words you have, you know, or advice you would have for people? who are struggling with some, you know, some of the challenges that you've mentioned, what would be um, the advice that you would have for them, you know? Well, I would definitely say this. Okay. Uh, If you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. So if that's the case, you know, you have to surround yourself with people that is willing to help you. And the other thing quickly um, some people may not necessarily know that they have a challenge. You know, I didn't realize that sure. there was so much that I, I was missing uh, by not having my father present in my life. It was something that, that actually kind of came up later in my life. So even for those people who are, they just want to try something different because they may feel inspired that they need help, go out and get the yeah. help that you need. And if, if you need a gateway to getting into get, getting the help that you need. That's why Silent Scream is really good because it allows you to get in the habit of being able to talk about what it is that you go you're going through. So if you should end up at a therapist or something like that, you have a oh. a platform of what it is that you are talking about and you may feel a little bit more comfortable as opposed to um holding on to whatever it is that you're holding on to for years. You can beat this. Okay. Anybody who's going through, they can definitely beat this. And, you know, Alex, if I can just say, if they want to email me their questions, the email is silentscreamus at gmail.com. And uh, somebody will respond. And there is training, uh, you know, if I have to travel 
somewhere to spread the message. I am definitely highly committed to this and will travel uh, to train as well. Or there's also a training manual that um, can be uh, sent with the the, the books and everything to train people. Or a guide, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So um, you can email silent screen us at gmail dot com. That's right. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. okay. And of course, the website is um, silentscreen.yolasite.com. That's correct. And all the information is on there as well. Uh, uh. Okay. Okay. Just before we let you go, I need to ask you this. I know that you were planning to write another book. Um, is there a special in pipeline? Is are we getting any new book from from you soon? Perhaps? You know, I am. I, I am working on a couple of things. I am working okay. on a book uh, titled Float Your Way to the Top, uh, which okay. is obvious. It's about people who <laughs> may not have the, the willpower, but you can float your way to the top. Exactly. And the other one sure. I've been working on for a long time um, because it t- my writing cycle is usually about three years, which is living in the world, okay. dating Christian. Um, because, oh. you know, like your song alluded to, we strive to live in the world and be accepted by the world so much that mm-hmm. we miss a great deal of ourselves. So, you know, going against mm-hmm. the principles and learning the importance of marriage and, you know, what we are supposed to do as men and what our expectations are from a Christian perspective uh, as women, mm-hmm. those things are very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for getting on the show and for sharing Oh, all of this great insights and wisdom and information. I personally have learned a lot, you know, just listening to you and chatting with you about, um, you know, finding your voice through the silent screen. And I'd love, you know, I would love for you to come back sometime again on the show. I hope you, you'll be able to. Whenever you need me, I'm just a phone call away. I know we're, we're countries apart, but just a phone call away, and I'd be more than happy. And I thank you so much, Alex for your generous hosting, uh, hosting me on your show and sharing the platform for Silent Scream. Uh, you know, together, each one of us, we can make a difference. It just takes one person to make the difference and share the message. Very true, very true. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, you know, for sharing all of this. I'm very sure that, you know, the people who are, you know, who will be empowered by the conversation that we've had. And you're doing an absolutely, you know, an absolute great job. Keep doing what you're doing. I know that, you know, there are lots of people who need people like you. I mean, if we had more people like you in the world, you know, the space would be you know, so much better place, honestly. Yeah, honestly. it would be. Okay. I agree. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, um, if you're just tuning in, I see, see a lot of people dialed into the show. Um, if you're just tuning in, um, I had such a great conversation with my guest, Roland Hines, and he did share so much information. We talked about the silent screen and the challenges that people go through and what they need to do and, you know, you know, shed a bit of, you know, a lot of information really about the support group and how you can get, you know, how you can participate and be part of it. If you're struggling or going through any challenges, you don't, any challenge, sorry, you don't have to do it on your own. I mean, you can be part of the support group from wherever you are in the world. Um, and you can contact him. You know, you can, you know, send in an email or send Silent Scream an email. You can send an email to silentscreamus at gmail.com, and someone will definitely get back in touch with you. Or you can visit the website at the, uh, 
www.silentscreen.yolasite.com and get all the necessary information you need. It could be for you. It could be for someone you know who definitely needs it. Don't let people be quiet about the things that they are going through. Encourage people to speak up and speak out. And that's why we do this. And, you know, yes, I needed, to, you know, I need to remind you guys, um, you know, the naked, um, the naked movement, the naked uh, movement. <laughs> we did, you know, I, you sort of, this has been, you know, the naked movement has been going on and uh, we kind of just sort of transformed ourselves from just being an ideology into an actual organization. It's pretty, you know, and we're trying to create a platform, you know, a global platform where people can feel comfortable to express themselves or so it's a community for expression, awareness, and transformation. Transformation is very important. So um, the more people are aware and build a presence of mind, you know, the more that they are comfortable, you know, expressing themselves and transforming their lives. So, you know, don't forget, you can, if you want to be a contributor, you can send your, uh, if you want to write for the blog or, you know, you want to be a contributor for the blog or the podcast. We're going to be doing a number of stuff, webinars. You can be part of this community from wherever you are in the world. Just send an email to info at the naked movement.org. The site is going to be coming up live on Saturday, 21st, uh, this Saturday, 21st November. Or you can send an email to the naked movement organization at gmail.com. Um, you know, if you have an article, you want to send your contribution, you want to express, share your naked experience or your naked story or your story of transformation, whatever it is you want to share to empower the minds of other people, um, you can feel comfortable to do that. Don't forget that you can be part of this this movement. Yes, this global movement. So, guys, um, don't forget talk therapy um, every Friday to Saturday. Ask Alex. You know, you can hashtag Ask Alex. Um, you know what to do. Um, you can visit my official website at www.alexsecurity.me and click on Ask Alex. And you can, you know, send your emails or questions, and we can have a one-on-one talk therapy session, and we can talk about all your um, personal concerns. And, yes, you guys send me lots of emails, and I try to respond to the ones that I can. And so, yes, just go to my booking page. Go to Ask Alex on, you know, my official website or askalex.setmore.com, and you can book a session, and we can chat. Or you can also go to Clarity, yes. Um, You can go to my Clarity page and, you know, schedule or – Schedule to speak with me. Yes, you can schedule to speak with me. Yes, for two dollars for less than two dollar a two dollar a minute or so. Yes. Don't forget the naked truth. Life truth is still out. You can get my book. You can download the ebook, or you know, yes, you can download the ebook uh, from my official website, or you can pre-order a hat copy and we'll mail it to you. So, guys, it's been an awesome talk Wednesday. I'm excited, and I can't wait for Friday radio special with my guest Jeter Amata award-winning filmmaker, and we're definitely going to be talking about advocacy through the eyes of the lens. Yes, he's been, you know, shooting quite a lot of great, amazing movies, and he just won uh, an award um, at the African Oscars, and we'll be talking about that, and so much more about, you know, empowering people through um, filmmaking and through his you know, his stories and, you know, yeah, his stories. So, guys, um, don't forget you can send all your emails to thenakedtalk at gmail.com, or, um, you know, get on the website and, you know, just send, you know, send a contact, you know, contact me during the website. Or you can chat with me. Uh, Friday, Friday, Free Advice Friday is on for Ask Alex Talk Therapy. Don't forget we can connect. You can, you know, send your messages, your questions, whatever it is that you want me to answer. Don't forget to check the blog post. Um, yes, you have to check the blog post. And, of course, um, my webinar, 
Yes, the Naked Challenge 101, no, sorry, 102. 102, uh, how to finish what you started is happening live this Saturday. So, yes, go to my official website, click on events, and RSVP to attend the live webinar, and we can empower each other to finish our goals, sorry, achieve our goals, you know, finish what we started and achieve our goals. And that's, you know, a problem a lot of people have. And you want those people who never, you know, you know, you change friends, you know, drop friends at the drop of a hat. You never go through, um, you never keep a relationship. You're always, you know, um, falling out with people. You never complete a task. You never follow through on your promises. Um, you know, <laughs> you just leave everything half done. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be sharing definitely um, all of the tips that I've used to accomplish goals and how I've been able to reinvent myself this last couple of years and, uh, you know, you know, you know how it is. So, um, so we come back same time on Friday Radio Special. Don't forget, it's okay for you to you know express yourself. Expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. Feel free to be who you really are. You don't have to apologize for being who you are. And remember, as always, I love you. I love you, and I'll keep loving you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, it's been an awesome, 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 awesome show. I love you. Mwah. Talk with Alex, of course.